Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hi, Hi. Welcome, welcome to, to the, the Peer 54, 54 podcast. podcast. I'm Amanda Kimmel. And I'm Shannon Coach, and we are your hosts. Hi, and welcome to the April 18th episode where we do a little bit of information from General Hospital's history. As we mentioned on Monday, today we are going to talk about the Hardy family, which is a family that's been around since episode one. So Amanda, you excited to get started talking about the Hardys? I am excited. You're going to educate me because I I know they've been around forever, but I don't know the beginning story. Yep. So um, we're actually going to take turns when we do like our history lessons and everything of who does the first half of the family history. That way we're not both stuck in the same decades, I guess. So for basically what I started off, I used abcdaytime.fandom.com. It's a wiki page about the Hardy family, generalhospitalfandom.com, generalhospital.fandom.com, revolvi.com, history of general hospital, soapcentral.com, and the fullwiki.org about Steve and Audrey Hardy, they each have their own page. But those are the things that I referenced for this. Sorry, no YouTube this week. <laughs> no, nothing to, I didn't look anything up anyway. Oh, I did look up a little bit on just regular old Wikipedia though too. So for anyone who has been watching General Hospital, I think for more than a week, they've heard the name Hardy, even though yeah, as you'll get into, it's not, there is no one on the show currently with that last name, Right. but they've been around since day one. And Dr. Steve Hardy basically is kind of like the patriarch of the whole show. And he really is because if it wasn't for him, we wouldn't have many of the characters that we have now. Dr. Steve Hardy had a total of 4,300 episodes. He, but I'm not sure if this is including when Jason Thompson played him in the flashback in the 52nd anniversary episode, because that was just a couple years ago, but he was on the show from April, 1961 until April, 1996, which was only a month before the passing of the actor, John Berardino. And fun fact that I did not know before I did this. So we're going to get a little bit off of Steve Hardy and a little bit into Mr. Berardino. So he did act a little bit as a child, but as an adult, did you know that he was a major league baseball star? No. Yep. He was a major league baseball player before he became an actor professionally. He played primarily second base and shortstop, but he also played first and third. 
He played for the St. Louis Browns, the Cleveland Indians, and guess who? Who? The Pittsburgh Pirates. And I know that's what you're going to I know! Because <laughs> we're from Pittsburgh. <laughs> um, although they are not my favorite team, the Boston Red Sox are Red Sox. And he actually won a World Series when he was with the Cleveland Indians. Oh, my. I had no idea. I know. In no 1948. Idea. And he retired from baseball in 1952 because he um, suffered a knee injury and was released from the Pittsburgh Pirates. Because the Pirates let them all go. Yes. <laughs> so We're not going to get into Pittsburgh sports. He may have started that trend, too. <laughs> but he is actually the only person to have won both a World Series and he has a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. That is crazy. And I really felt like that was just kind of no, that's awesome. really awesome information that I I had to share. So, yeah. um, But now we'll go back to Mr. Steve Hardy. So we never actually meet his parents, but he was born in China and his parents were American missionaries. So kind of like really instilled that act of service and like a life of service to others. When we meet him in 1963, he was the chief of eternal medicine on the seventh floor. As we knew from our episode two weeks ago, right? Poor Charles was not given a name until the seventies. So at this time, general hospital was just the seventh floor and he was so devoted to his work and his patients that it cost him his first engagement to his fiancee at the time, Peggy Mercer. His first patient was a car accident survivor named Angie, who wound up having wounds so bad that they had to bandage her entire face. And I think we both said that we had watched the first episode. Mm-hmm. And so they removed the bandages and she got like really mad at her reflection and everything. Yes. And I guess the further the storyline went along, she was contemplating suicide and Dr. Hardy and his friend and fellow and his also a nurse at the hospital, Jesse Brewer, talked her out of it, which I just think is interesting because in 1963, and I don't know if it's just because the suicide rate is so high now, Mm -hmm. even just in our lifetime, you know, I mean, it went from, you didn't hear a lot about suicide to now you hear about it all the time that we automatically assume in the early sixties, they probably didn't have at least like, that's where my thinking goes. You know, I mean, I'm sure I know that people killed themselves in the sixties. Yes. Unfortunately, but for it to be a story, but for it to be a storyline on a daytime soap. I mean, wasn't this the time when wasn't it Dick Van Dyke and um, Mary Tyler Moore? Weren't they the first couple to ever be seen in a bed together? Bed together right. You know, like Lucy and Ricky were in separate beds. Mm-hmm. So I feel like this was a really bold right storyline for them to talk about suicide. And then eventually, I guess Angie winds up having a baby and like all this stuff. But that has I didn't go down that rabbit hole. It right. just like she stayed in the um, and Dr. Hardy continued to help her out. In 1964, so his first fiance left him because he was, you know, a workaholic. And in 1964, a current flight inter, a former nurse, current flight attendant, was in town visiting her sister, Audrey March. And so Audrey had decided to get back into nursing and took a job as a private nurse. She and Steve fell in love, but just like Peggy, she realized that Steve loved his work a little too much, and so she broke off his their engagement. And around the, and all I could find was around the same time, she accepted a proposal from a patient named Randy. So I'm not sure if she was cheating on Steve because I feel like that's a really quick turnaround. Yeah. But then he deserts, Randy deserts Audrey when she becomes diagnosed with lymphoma and Steve's by her side through the whole treatment and they get back together and get married in 1965. So the one thing that I'm just going to spoiler alert on is Steve has only been married to Audrey. Audrey has not only been married to Steve, which I also think is really interesting because as we discussed last week with Scotty, mm-hmm. it's and stereotypically in m- most soap operas, I mean, it's the guy that winds up yes. having multiple marriages and things like, I mean, I know Carly's been married to a couple of different guys, but historically it's always been the guy yes. gets the multiple women 
Audrey has quite the list of <laughs> husbands, although we did joke about Laura's full name True. and what that could be. So, <laughs> so perhaps she Audrey's started the whole. <laughs> so, yeah, so they got married in 1965 and they tried to have some children. But Audrey, and it doesn't say why she thought this, but she thinks that Steve is sterile. Oh, okay. So she goes and gets artificially inseminated and gets pregnant, which I also think being 1965 had to have been ahead of its time because, I mean, it's still so not as common now, (laughs) you know? All right. So after they're married, so they did want to have kids. So it's not like she was just wanting to have a child. However, Steve does not know how she became pregnant. So she feels guilty about it. And she tells him the truth about how she became pregnant. And women, men, let's stop fighting when we're behind the wheel. Let's just wait until we're parked, maybe out of the car. Because, I mean, let's all face it. The car does provide some really good sound soundproofing for us. So it is not a bad place to have an argument, just perhaps not while driving. Because as she's telling him how she got pregnant, his emotions get the most of him. Oh, and no. causes him to get into a car accident, which results in a miscarriage. And this devastates, de- devastated Audrey so much that she separated from Steve and goes to Vietnam to help with war orphans. But then she returns to town in 1969 and she continues to push Steve away. They actually divorced and they hadn't divorced yet. And she marries Tom Baldwin, as we talked about last week. Okay. And as you mentioned last week that Tom actually raped Audrey. Did you know why? I don't think we talked about why. No. It was because she wouldn't consummate the marriage because she was still in 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 love with Steve that she wouldn't sleep with her husband. Okay. So she decides to divorce Tom and leave town. In 1976, Steve had been promoted to chief of staff. At the same time, a girl, a young woman named Terry Weber Arnett came to town after her parents had died, along with her two brothers, Rick and Jeff. Mm -hmm. And both of those guys wanted to be doctors. So Jeff winds up graduating from med school with his wife, Monica Bard. I couldn't get too much information about this. So they were picked by Steve to do the Mr. and Mrs. Intern experimental program. Okay. No information (laughs) on this whatsoever could I find. Not, (laughs) I don't know what this means. Okay. I want to know so badly. (laughs) So if you were watching General Hospital in 1976, when Steve Hardy was doing this experimental program, the Mr. and Mrs. Experimental Program with Jeff and Monica Weber, please, please email us and fill us in. I would love to know. Our email address is peer54podcast at gmail.com. And it's peer54podcast, not spelled out. So... Um, yeah, I can't wait to find out what that is. And so the only thing that I can assume is it's because they're new doctors, right? Like a mentoring program and they're married. Mm -hmm. So maybe seeing, oh, can we get a successful married couple to become a successful surgical team? Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know either. It's, I, I hope someone tells us. I know. I I want to know so bad. I wish my Grammy was alive so maybe I could get some answers on this one. So I guess the program had problems and so Steve ended it. And then Monica and Jeff divorced soon after. So it could not have been a good thing. I'm thinking. I don't know. Maybe he had them pitting after each other. You know, like fighting for some. But then that's dumb. Right. Why would you you take a husband and wife? Yeah. Yeah. Marriage is hard enough. You don't need to give them another reason to argue. Right. They're together at home all day long then they're in the hospital all day long and now they're fighting for the same positions or 
study groups? That's weird. I don't know. So, I mean, this is all us speculating what the heck it is. After the divorce, Jeff was in bad shape. And at some point he shoots himself and is rushed to the hospital for surgery. While he's there, it looks like it's not going to go well. So Terry tells Steve about a letter that her mother had revealed to her on her deathbed. Steve is Jeff's father. Mm. So apparently before General Hospital started a long time ago, Helene is the name of Terry, Jeff, and Rick's mom. She and Steve had been together and Steve never knew about Jeff. I did read somewhere that, and I don't have it written down. I guess Steve and so Helene's husband's name is Lars, which Uh, we will recognize this name later. Right. And Steve and Lars, Steve and Lars (laughs) were. Now you sound like Heather. I know. (laughs) Go ahead. Steve and (laughs) Lars. Steven and Lars. No, because she calls him Steven Lars. Yeah. They were like best friends. So this is like the pre-general hospital scandal because. Oh, yeah. You know, he slept with his best friend's wife. Yeah. But I don't know if they were together at the time. Like we don't have that. Right. Okay. So then around after that. So that was 1976. Okay. So Audrey returns. Remember, she left town pregnant. Oh, I didn't mention that when she was, when Tom raped her, she got pregnant, mm-hmm. which we talked about last week. Yes. But I forgot to re-mention that this week. Um, so Audrey returns. She tells everybody that the baby was stillborn, but she had actually left it with a nanny named Peggy Nelson. Well, Peggy decides to blackmail Audrey. Of course she does. Because the, you do that. And she decides, after Audrey decides to get to get, get back together with Steve, and she had asked him to adopt the baby, who she had named Steve. Mm-hmm. Somehow, Peggy winds up murdered. Oh. Audrey is charged, but with help from Steve. And it doesn't say, but I'm guessing Lee Whoop Baldwin. Right. She's acquitted, and she and Steve remarry in 1977. However. <laughs> they have a sordid past. Yes. Tom Baldwin comes back, and he reclaims baby Steve, and names, and he renames the baby Tommy, and he kidnaps him, taking him to Mexico. Tom Baldwin dies, and Tommy is returned to Audrey. During the kidnapping, Tommy, baby, um, developed a heart condition, which he had to have surgery on when he came back to town. And Revolvi says, oh, I messed up something here. So at some point, she and Steve weren't together again. But, oh, I said that too early. Sorry. So, (laughs) oops. Oops. I copy and pasted some stuff here. So Revolvi says that Audrey feels gratitude towards Jim, who is the surgeon that performs the surgery on baby baby Tommy, and marries him. Mm. After he acquires a hand injury and fears he cannot operate again. So my daughter once stuck a plastic bead in her ear. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so we had to go to an ENT specialist and he removed it pretty quickly. I was extremely grateful to him. Did you marry him? No. I feel like you owe him some sort of payment. I'm like, should I have sent him a a gift basket? Was a gift basket not appropriate to send to a doctor? (laughs) I forgot to take off my wedding ring and marry him, you know? So anyway, um, so this guy, Jim. So then eventually Jim leaves Audrey for a younger woman and Audrey contemplates suicide. And guess who saves her? Oh, is it? Steve! How'd I know? (laughs) Who at some point during all of this husband hopping, Steve had actually taken a short trip over to One Life to Live. Oh. To do a crossover, a couple crossover episodes for a couple weeks. I love that they did that even back then. I know. Back in the 70s. Wow. He was over there. So this is where Steve proposes to Audrey and they wind up remarrying. 
except for it turns out that Tom wasn't dead and he comes back and that makes the Steve and Audrey marriage invalid. But then it would also have made the Jim and Audrey, but regardless, because they're already divorced anyway. Right. It's This is what I was talking about. Like Audrey's <laughs> like, I didn't realize this. I knew that she's she... like Elizabeth. Oh, Elizabeth's like Audrey. Yeah. Mm. Hmm. No, I knew that Parallel. she was like, you know, the hot young nurse but I didn't realize I didn't realize she had so many husbands I thought that they were the one and done and so happy Mm-mm. no, no. I, knew were, I knew it was a little more sort of than that but I yeah. didn't realize you know out of gratitude that we married out of, out of gratitude we married I thought them. there was a little more behind it yeah like love love's a good thing to have <laughs> in a marriage necessary? I don't know liking the person <laughs> is also a good thing to have in marriage but so it turns out that Tom wasn't dead so then Tom tries to reclaim Tommy, but he eventually gives up because you just do that. You just say, you know what? Forget it. So then Steve and Audrey remarry in 1977 and he formally adopts Tommy, who is now called Tom Hardy. Mm. So I guess the kid had grown accustomed to being called Tom. So, I mean, he wasn't going to change his name back to Steve. So 1979, Steve came down with Lassa fever which I don't know what that is. So I looked and let's see, according to medical news today, Lassa fever is loading. (laughs) Okay. So Lassa fever is an acute viral disease carried by a type of rat that is common in West Africa and it can be life threatening. Oh So we don't know how Steve got this, but he did and he got really sick. And so as it happens, People do the deathbed confession thing and they hadn't told Jeff yet that Steve was his dad. And so they decided to tell Jeff before Steve passed away. Mm-hmm. Actually, Audrey told him Jeff was says Jeff was hurt and cold to Steve after his recovery, but eventually they bonded. And then in, okay. And then for some reason, like we have huge gaps, it's like everything was going so quick. And mm-hmm. then it's like, oh, we're just going to jump ahead two years. Jeff and Steve finally get a relationship and Steve and Audrey find out that they have a grandson, Stephen Lars Weber, okay, who is from Jeff's affair with Heather Weber, not affair, marriage. Mm-hmm. He had a marriage to her. So is Heather Weber not crazy then? I think she's always been a little weird, but I don't think she was our Heather Weber. Okay. All right. So basically Jeff had Stephen Lars with, Heather Grant mm-hmm. and they f- it says like they came back in 1981 or they left in 1981 the truth came out that and Jeff left town that year with Stephen Audrey's first grandchild Stephen Lars Weber Jeff and Stephen Lars had just been reunited as Stephen Lars mother Heather had sold him away to Peter and Diana Maynard Taylor three years earlier as a newborn and then Tom Hardy went to medical school that was in 1984 And then he came back in 1987 as a doctor. I did not know you could become a doctor in three years. (laughs) I feel like that's a really quick turnaround, even if both of your parents are in the medical field. We should find what college that is and go to it ourselves. I don't know. Maybe they paid to have him (laughs) sent through. And Tom was started seeing a black doctor, Simone. Ravel, I forget how to pronounce her last name, Ravel, I want to say Simone Ravel. Okay. And it was a little controversial, yes. you know, that that happened. And that's kind of where we leave the 80s. So I will turn it over to you to take us through the 90s through today. 
Alrighty. Um, 93 is whenever Steve was celebrating his 30th anniversary at the hospital. So Audrey had planned a party for him to celebrate that. And Ryan came and attacked her because he mistook her for his mother. Ryan Chamberlain? Ryan Chamberlain. So that's, I'm glad that they reference that we went back to that point because I couldn't remember. Yeah. The Ryan attacks and like. I knew no. I knew it centered a lot around Felicia and those kind of things like we've talked about right in the episode recaps but um bringing it to poor Charles he attacked Audrey and I would think it was a conflict of interest but Steve performed the surgery that took care of her wounds I would agree with that maybe there's <laughs> I don't know if there's more to that story there has the to only be. one that they could perform the surgery I really I don't know I didn't see that information but um i just think it's funny the way that they just let that happen like sure operate on your wife it's fine I oh my mean, gosh no problem like how would you do that without i don't know being terrified but obviously it was a successful operation and she healed quickly and everything was wonderful then it goes on to 1996 is whenever steve passed away the information that i found talked about tom leaving for africa again okay. and i was confused as to why he would leave just kind of be over it so um wait when when did he go to africa in 96 well one website said 96 one said 97 but so after time period that last fever, fever though right that would have made sense okay right right no exactly africa they came in the 90s instead of the 80s yeah okay i don't understand all right they, their fever i was wondering if i got early. my hour like my timeline no. wrong but um that's but it not explains yeah. it which i was happy about because i loved uh when the ward family was around yes and so generalhospital.fandom.com explains that tom went to africa to treat refugees there and the reason why it was because simone had hooked up with justice and so he had wanted to be yes! back with Simone, yes! but Simone was over it. And so after some arguing, he went ahead and gave Simone her divorce. And then he moved on and dated Felicia for a little while, which I didn't remember. Justice dated Felicia? No, not Justice. Tom. 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 Oh, no, I totally remembered that. They were on the opening credits together. Really? Oh, yeah. They were together in the opening credits. Huh. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, anyway, yep. that apparently didn't work out because he ultimately returned to Africa and he has been there since then. And then shortly after that, Simone took Tommy and left town anyway. Okay. Her and Justice had broken up then Aww. and moved on. And I would have liked him to stay forever because mm-hmm. I love the Ward family. But we'll get into that later. 1997 is whenever Jeff sent Sarah and Elizabeth to live with Audrey because he was doing work with the poor and couldn't take them with him. So he sent them huh. to live with Audrey. Which it felt to me like that was earlier in the 90s, like as I was reading it. Yeah. But it says 97. And then it went on to explain how Sarah is a doctor living in California. And they told us, not recently, recently, but in more recent years, that she's a pediatric cardiologist. So why isn't it Wiley has a heart thing? I was wondering wondering that same. Sorry, I just said that like so slowly, but I'm like, um. Yes. When I read that information, I was like, there's there's a baby on the show that has a heart problem. Why do we not have a heart? And Elizabeth never said, oh my gosh, my sister could help. Yeah. All right. So, but maybe they're (laughs) leaving that open because we keep saying we want Sarah back. Maybe that can be Sarah's opening. Maybe that'll be how we find out who Wiley's real dad is and all of that. I still don't understand why they didn't make that connection to begin with that Michael had had that same issue. But again, that's a whole, that's the quarter main storyline we'll get to eventually. But as I was reading the information, it kind of all was coming back to me and I was seeing these same storylines in my head. In 2004 is whenever Stephen Lars, not Stephen and Lars, Stephen Lars, 
returned to Port Charles, and in 2010, he was chief of staff. He was dating Olivia then, which you reminded me of, yeah. because I, I could picture Stephen Lars being there, and I knew he was an important part of all of the hospital yeah. comings and goings, and was so good with Elizabeth and everything, but I could not picture who he was with, and he was with Olivia then. I really and liked him. I liked him, too. He was so nice. Yeah. He was such a nice guy, but that was his downfall, because he was so nice, he had assisted one of his patients in Memphis with suicide, and he is now in jail for that assisted suicide mm. hopefully he gets out soon i don't i don't know mm-hmm. that that makes me sad that he was sent away for that because i really liked that character <laughs> um i did not remember as i was reading through in 2005 elizabeth was a surrogate for jackson courtney i missed that whole time i think i don't remember that either because they didn't i'm assuming that it ended in a miscarriage from the information that was listed but there was like a custody fight going on because that's when jackson courtney broke up because of nicholas hooking up with courtney i thought the Courtney was pregnant though. Did Courtney she, have a miscarriage too? Or is that when she got pregnant with Spencer? Courtney is, yeah, Spencer. Courtney has Spencer. So why did she need a surrogate before that? That's why I'm I'm confused. Maybe they didn't think that she could get pregnant. I don't know. I don't I don't, know. I don't remember. Like I remember her being pregnant right. with Spencer and it being like, oh my goodness. But I didn't remember it being like a health scare like she couldn't have gotten pregnant before wasn't she with jason mm -hmm. did she get pregnant with jason i don't think so okay i don't think so we're gonna have to look into that we are but following elizabeth because she's part of the hardy line even though her last name's weber yeah she was a surrogate for jackson courtney right oh 2016 is when hayden arrived because that is when it was brought up that jeff had had an affair with naomi dreyfus and jeff uh, as we said earlier is elizabeth and sarah's dad and so that's why they are half siblings i don't like that they made hayden leave and she's pregnant and you know she's pregnant so why is she not coming back with that baby? Right. I mean, and she wrote that note to Finn recently, too. Yes. To meet her. Right. And then... And Anna understood. She, she was did. like, I totally would have gone. Yes. I thought that was going to be them bringing them back. Yeah. I know I'm getting a little off track here, but in That's my okay. mind, these are where the storylines should have gone. We're yes. not there yet. Yes. And then as far as it explains, Jeff is still in Asia with his wife, though. Maybe he could pop back to with Hayden when Hayden if Hayden comes back to see his grandchild I don't know maybe and it does mention that Audrey just babysits the boys or whatever she's not really a big part of anything so so the, Hayden was conceived during an affair and I think I forgot to mention that Stephen Lars was also because he was still married to Monica when he slept with Heather ah, so that was an affair okay yeah okay so yeah Elizabeth is just following in the footsteps of her family with all these different people because yeah. we know she had Cameron in 2004 with Emily boyfriend Xander yes she had Jake with Jason in 2007 yes and then she had Aiden in 2010 that ended up being Lucky's that we thought maybe that we thought could have been Nicholas's though right the fact that there's a question there yes she's got that brother thing going on wow but yeah that's pretty much the only Monica did that though too because she was married to Jeff and she was sleeping with Rick right but Monica's not blood related to Elizabeth so it's not like that's genetics no just happens to be her dad's former wife before her mom <laughs> my second cousin's sister's brother's neighbor well because we were trying to figure out how laura and elizabeth are related but it's, it's through, through like a weird yes branch off cousins you know it's through right because well her dad's we will get into the we, we already we said will. yes we're it gonna it's very confusing because yes. when you hear weber you want to understand why lucky and elizabeth were allowed to be together when elizabeth and laura's last names were both yes weber. but it, it is okay 
Yes. They didn't do anything shady then. I think that, that we said that that's what we're going to do next week is we're going to do the full Weber, Weber line. line. That'll um, explain a little bit more. Of this. A little bit more. And then I'm sure we're going to wind up. I'm just assuming from that we're going to talk about the Spencers because oh, that kind of right. they have go, to go hand together. in hand, you know, and then probably the Cassadines. Right. Right. You know, I mean, that would just kind of be like a general. Yeah. And then we could just maybe do like a mishmash of. Cosmos. We'll just see how it goes because right. some of these I think that we're not going to find a lot about. And then right, I, I had no idea about all this Stephen Audrey stuff. Yes, I you was know. disappointed that Stephen Audrey started out with such a sordid bear for all of your information. But coming into the 90s and 2000s, it's really Elizabeth carrying this whole family. There's right. not much more to Let's talk get about. Sarah back. Is Sarah married? Does Sarah have kids? Does Sarah. It does not list children anywhere. Anywhere. The only grandchildren that it lists Jeff having are Elizabeth's three children. Maybe Sarah could be with Lucky because she was with Lucky first. She was with Lucky first. We just really need Lucky back. We just it Jonathan Jackson, please. It doesn't matter who they put you with. Just please, just come Jonathan back. Jackson. Jonathan Jackson, Lucky needs to come oh, back. Oh right, right. None no, of this other. No, no, no. no, I don't even. No, let's I, not ever, ever do that again. I don't even accept those. <laughs> so is there any? There's not anything else. I really, I feel like. They so need... who's the next? So is Elizabeth it then? Elizabeth, the, I mean her sons, but but they're not. Elizabeth's the end of it yeah right yeah huh. really it does that's like what i was saying except for all of elizabeth's sorted affairs through the yeah. 90s and 2000s there's been no other there's no other relative they knew they need to bring sarah back and they need to bring hayden in hayden was a perfect you know branch right. off there yeah and she didn't stay around for very long no and stephen lars could always make a return right maybe he'll you know get out of jail and come back maybe he'll have children you know you think he had children in jail listen <laughs> where are you going with this I don't think so. Thanks. That's how Ted Bundy fathered a child while he was in prison. Hopefully Stephen Lars is a little more sane than his mother and isn't going to do things like that. He should be out by now. I mean, I would think It's been so. some time. It, it was 2013. We don't it's even talk about years. what's his name? Tom Hardy anymore. Like he's never mentioned Mm-mm. ever. Do we just forget about people sometimes? I guess so. I think we do. He went to Africa in 96 and, and he's never returned since. Nothing. Mm-mm. crazy one thing i did forget to mention because it's kind of i think it's kind of a big thing because we had talked privately about how many actors got their start on general hospital yes and do you know who jeff weber was played by no richard dean anderson macgyver oh my god <laughs> all right so we're gonna have to do a whole history episode on actors yes. that got their start yes. on general hospital, general hospital oh. because there are a lot and maybe it wasn't their first gig, but I mean, it was definitely like they're launching like John Stamos, mm-hmm. you know, Demi Moore, Richard Dean Anderson, you know, Ricky Martin, Ricky Martin. Well, he was a Menudo first. That's <laughs> well, he's, yes. but he's exactly why I just said, maybe it wasn't the first thing they did, but it was like they're launching that brought him right. That brought him full. Yes. Into well, in, not for nothing. Menudo is not exactly American culture. It's exactly. Yeah. I mean, there's just really you know, Jonathan Jackson. Mm. What was your favorite thing that you learned? Favorite. I like the connection that we made about how Audrey is like Elizabeth or Elizabeth is like yeah. Audrey, that she was one of the first female characters that obviously had a strong lead because she was bouncing around between different relationships. Yeah. Like, I pictured, I knew that they had a sordid past. But I still pictured her as just like the good little nurse that was like kind of in the background. Well, we know Audrey as 
the, the prim and proper yes. grandmother and not for nothing but her character and demeanor it is, explains why she's so accepting of elizabeth though i mean she's always been there for elizabeth yeah. when she was going through all her different yeah stages and men and she just seems exceptionally conservative you yes. know like that's the impression i've always right and was Nope. She and Steve were married and forever in love, you yes. know? And then I'm like, no, Steve forever loved you. <laughs> you had, but you did not. Gratitude you, and... she, well, no, no, no. She married her son's <laughs> oh, surgeon. doctor surgeon out, of surgeon out of gratitude and she got engaged to right, a I'm patient. Combining <sighs> stories. I'm sorry. Come on. <laughs> you know? And I don't know. So what was your favorite yeah, part? Um, I think it was really just finding out that Steve only married Audrey and Audrey was all over the place, you know, marrying everyone that she thought was nice. Yes. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I just, I thought that was such an odd statement to make out of gratitude. She married him. Like we said, you know, I, I appreciate, I practice gratitude. Right. I appreciate not a mar- lot of things that people do, but I yep. don't end up hooking up with them. No, <laughs> no. So, yeah. And then I guess, you know, just really realizing that for as prevalent and as historical as the Hardys are, they're kind of waning out. Yeah. Elizabeth so, is really all that's left. These boys need to get cracking yeah. in about 10 years. Yeah. Cam, <laughs> Cam's, what, 14, 15? Well, so we realized that. Like, Cam's actually appropriately aged. Yes. Which means that they kept him. They we did. joked about this a couple of weeks ago. Right. Because I he had the love triangle when he was mad. He Spencer, was so Emma, yeah. and Spencer and Emma and Cameron right. had the love triangle. But that means they actually they were halted him. 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 Yeah. Because he's 14. So, yeah, now they've aged him up two years, which is pretty much nothing compared to right. what we thought they had aged him up. Yes. You know, so... I don't know. Yeah, that makes me happy that they're keeping them the appropriate age. They seem, yeah. We said Aiden was born in 2010. That puts him at nine. Yeah. Jake, 12. Charlotte still seems so much older than him. She does, but is that because of the type of upbringing she's had? Maybe. You know, I mean, I don't know if you've ever met a five-year-old that speaks proper English and speaks better than a teenager, you know, and it's, it's inspiring. You know, you look at them and you just think, oh my goodness how are you talking that way? You know, and then you find out that they're in boarding school now most of the year. Right. So, <laughs> but yeah, no, it was interesting. I, I will be more interested as we get into the Weber line and see how they all kind of pull together. Yeah. I feel like we hit a lot of dead ends because we didn't want to jump into that side or we'd have been here for six hours, but yes, there's, there's more information. And there might be a little bit of repeat just because, right. Well, so we didn't go too far into Jeff's. I mean, we talked about Jeff parenting Elizabeth. Elizabeth, Yeah. Elizabeth and and Sarah, but we didn't, and Stephen Lars, like briefly, you know, we didn't talk a ton about it. So Mm -hmm. like, we didn't talk about Rick. We didn't talk about Terry, who's their sister. Right. You know, so I mean, I think that there's still a lot that we could discover. So I guess that's it for our little history lesson about the Hardy family, the first family of General Hospital. And uh, join us on Monday as we do a recap of this week's shows. Have a good weekend. And we'll meet you at the pier. Bye. Bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. 
Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.